You're listening to The Gospel in the Psalms by Henry Law. Psalm 1. Here, two portraits are presented to our view. The godly man appears. His walk is holy, happy, fruitful, prosperous, heavenward. The ungodly is entirely diverse. His course is worthless and his end is woe. Spirit of God, grant now your light. Verse 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. All praise be to the grace of God that in this world of widespread sin, some lovely spots are seen. There are the heirs of life, born from above, to God they live. Abhorrence of all evil is their grand distinction. The godless have their schemes, their pleas, their plots, their evil counsels. In such vile course, the blessed ones never walk. They resolutely shun the hateful path. Sinners have their chosen way. How broad, how thronged. What multitudes move down the sad decline. In this, the blessed ones have no part. They hate the filth. They keep their feet unsoiled. Wickedness has its top stone. Scorn and derision proceed to mock God's word, Christ's work, and all the lowly followers of the Lamb. Too many love the sneering seat, and the impious jests find sympathizing smiles. Such company is counterpart of hell. The blessed man sits not in such fellowship. We here are taught that in sin there is gradation. Let us flee the first step. The rolling stone descends with quickening speed. Verse 2. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. The godly man has his delights. His cup is crowned with joy. His table is spread with richest pleasures. The scriptures are his soul-refreshing feast. They gladden him with views of God as his own God, Christ as his own Savior, the Spirit as his guide and sanctifying comforter, heaven as his home forever, and all things ordered for his well-being. The morning light invites him to this sacred page. In the day, his thoughts cling closely to it. The evening shadows and night's wakeful hours call to rejoice in this treasury of truth. Verse 3. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Behold the tree on the brook's verdant bank, whose roots drink constantly the flowing stream. The laden branches bend with plenteous fruit. Unfading freshness decks the leaves. No lovelier object adorns nature's field. It is a picture of the godly man. Deep springs of grace supply his inner life. The fruits of righteousness, which are the Spirit's work, abound. His fertility of holiness is rich and large and real. The Lord is truly with him, and where the Lord is, there is every good. Of Joseph, it is sweetly said, The Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. Of David, we read, He went on and grew great, and the Lord God of hosts was with him. Verse 4 The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind drives away. The scene is changed. The ungodly widely differ. Nature shows also their picture. The fruitful tree gives place to chaff. Light, barren, hollow, worthless, the refuse of the barn floor. It yields no profit. It is cast out, the sport of winds. Driven away, it leaves no trace behind. Such are the godless. They minister no grace. They benefit no souls. None gain by conversation with them. 
Unstable, they are tossed by every changing wind. Temptations drive them headlong. Terrible is their final doom. Jesus comes, whose fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly purge his floor and gather his wheat into the garner, and he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Verse 5. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. Judgment is near. The judge stands at the door. The great white throne will soon be set. The dead shall be judged out of those things which are written in the books according to their works. They cannot flee the dread tribunal. There is no escape. No mask can hide their guilt. Their sins are all recorded. No blood blots out the stains. They plead no Savior's merit. They have no interest in the saving cross. No solid ground sustains their feet. They cannot stand. Undefended, they receive the dreadful sentence. Depart, you cursed ones. Thus they are cast far from the congregation of the righteous. May we live ever with this last scene before us and never rest until clear evidence is ours that we have happy place in the general assembly and church of the firstborn who are written in heaven. Verse 6. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Amid all their trials, sorrows, pains, reproaches, let the righteous lift up rejoicing heads. The eye of God rests on their way. He called them to the narrow road. He upholds their feeble steps. He safely leads them to the glorious end. Unfailing watchfulness surrounds them, but the broad road, with its unrighteous throng, goes down assuredly to hell. Holy Spirit, give us the portion of the blessed man. May we escape the doom of the ungodly.